Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive in, I want to share my brand new free weight loss mini training called The Six Simple Steps to Losing Weight. In this video training, I'm going to teach you my step-by-step framework to losing weight and keeping it off. I also created a workbook that you'll be able to download so that you can put each step into action. One of the most common things I hear is, I really want to lose weight, but I have no idea where to start. And I totally get it. I know how overwhelming and confusing it can be. And that's exactly why I created this training. It's quick and to the point, and you will learn exactly what to do to jumpstart your weight loss. You can either click the link in my show notes or just go to my website, www.eva.fit. Today, we're going to talk about the reasons why we overeat, and I'm going to share five simple techniques that you can implement to stop overeating. One of the things that made my life coaching certification so valuable to me and to my coaching business was learning about the brain and how our brain is programmed. As I started learning about the different parts of the brain and where our thoughts come from and how our thoughts drive everything that we feel and everything that we do, everything started to make so much more sense to me. And I stopped asking very useless questions that I used to ask myself damn near every day. Questions like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? And why does this keep happening to me? Those are useless questions. And they're useless because they're disempowering. They make me feel like shit and like I can't do anything right. So of course, if I go into any situation feeling that way, I don't show up as my best self, right? And once I started to understand how my brain works and I started to understand my triggers and I started to understand why I would sometimes purposely override my own best interests for immediate gratification, I was able to have so much more control over my thoughts, my feelings and my actions. And I say this to you because it applies to everything, including weight loss, and overeating. The more you start to understand your brain science, the more you'll be able to control your eating. There's several reasons why we overeat. First, a lot of the food that we eat is engineered in labs to taste good and leave you wanting more. That's why you can't just have one potato chip because they're literally made with the right combination of salt, sugar, and texture to make you over-desire it and to have you thinking that you can't control yourself around it. It's a big reason why cutting back on processed foods is so important if you want to lose weight because those foods are engineered to be overeaten so that you keep buying more. Second, your brain likes to be efficient, so it is a pro at forming habits. 
habits are predictable and the brain likes comfort and homeostasis. And also, your brain's neuroplasticity means that it can create new habits and thoughts, even if you've been doing and thinking the same shit for decades. You really can change everything with a shift in your thinking. So in the simplest term, you have your habit brain and your prefrontal cortex. The habit brain plays a key role in the development of emotions, memories, and pattern recognition. The prefrontal cortex part of your brain is where you make decisions. Our habit brain uses what's called the motivational triad to create thinking patterns and habit loops. Our brain looks for three things in order to feel motivated enough to create a new habit. It wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and keep things as easy as possible. Also, our brains like to chase dopamine highs. Dopamine is the feel-good hormone. So when a behavior results in a reward, the brain builds a connection between that behavior and pleasure. And that can be really hard to shake sometimes. The combination of the cue, the action, and the reward is how a habit is created. When you do something like eat comfort food, drink alcohol, or buy another pair of cute heels, your brain releases dopamine. And because it feels good, your brain starts to put two and two together and finds ways to cue you up again so that you can continue to feel that dopamine rush again and again and again. Your brain takes a snapshot of the moment to remember what thought you had, what feeling you had, where you were, who you were with, what time it was, and when it happened. And it starts to keep a catalog so that the next time you're in a similar situation or a similar environment gets triggered, it'll be really easy to send up an urge or a desire to repeat the behavior so that your brain can get the dopamine rush again. The habit brain does not care if it's good for you. It just cares that it gets pleasure. That's why we can do things that we know aren't good for us, but in the moment, we still feel compelled to just do it anyway. Once your brain goes into habit creation mode, a neural pathway gets created, and then it sends up desire or an urge to get you to do that thing again when it senses a similar situation, thought, or feeling. And these urges feel urgent because of the motivational triad. Remember, the brain seeks pleasure. That's why urges can feel so uncontrollable at times. You're not crazy. It's just your brain being a brain. It's just your brain seeking pleasure. So that's why understanding that having an intense desire for certain foods doesn't mean that you'll never lose weight or that you'll never have food freedom. Now that you understand what's happening, you just need to learn how to create neural pathways. Now, our brain isn't just looking for pleasure all the time. It also wants to avoid pain and avoid working too hard. So if there's a bowl of candy in your office, it's super easy to grab some at 3 p.m. when you're tired and annoyed. It's convenient right? Plus, your brain gets a dopamine reward. So it creates a neural pathway that every time you see the candy, 
you start to crave it. You start to have these urges. Oh, I could really use a piece. So your overeating habit isn't complicated. It's just a learned habit. There are millions of people that use food to feel better because they haven't been taught how to process and feel their emotions without resisting or giving into them. The reason overeating is so common is that when you combine not knowing how to feel your true emotions with your brain processing that food is the easiest way to release dopamine, it's easy to see how we've naturally been conditioned to overeat. So now that you know what's driving you to overeat, then it'll be much easier to understand what's happening in that moment. Of course, I'm not saying that you should eliminate all the foods that you find enjoyable, but it's important that you understand that certain foods are going to activate that part of your brain. So this is why planning in advance using your prefrontal cortex is so important. This way, you're able to enjoy it while being mindful and conscious about it instead of stuffing your face and then feeling stuffed afterwards. So how do we manage overeating? First, it's learning how to allow your urges to overeat without resisting or giving into them. How do we do that? We start by learning to be okay with feeling uncomfortable. Resisting an urge means that you're trying to fight it, which usually makes us tense and on edge. When you resist and fight an urge, you actually start fighting with yourself. You may find yourself saying things like, that's just going to make me fat. And you know, if you start eating it, you won't be able to stop. These are the kinds of thoughts that make you feel bad. They turn up the temperature and the next thing you know, you're overeating to escape those loud thoughts in your head. In order to stop overeating, you have to learn to override your habit brain. This means that you are going to feel some uneasiness when you stop rewarding yourself with food and with the dopamine hits that's associated with it. If you've gotten used to eating to avoid the first sign of negative emotion, it's going to take some time to rewire your brain. And that's okay. Your brain is just trying to get rewarded as soon as possible. That's why it sends up the urges. There's nothing wrong with you. I like to use the example of urges being like alarms in a hotel. When it first goes off, you probably wonder if it's a real alarm or if it's a false alarm. You might open the door to see if anyone else is evacuating. You might call the front desk to confirm. But most people don't just run out the door because this is actually a really common occurrence and generally not a real emergency. So an urge to eat is like a fire alarm. It sounds like an emergency. It's annoying until it stops, but it's manageable once you start to question if it's true hunger and if it's not by waiting for it to turn off. You don't just go and try to turn it off by arguing with yourself and beating yourself down and talking shit to yourself or by going towards it and giving into it. Just be in the room while the alarm goes off until it stops. Be okay with being uncomfortable and just wait for it to go off. When the alarm goes off, remind yourself that you are taking care of yourself by not giving into it by not reacting. Most urges take about 90 seconds for the initial chemical reaction to lessen and then about 10 minutes 
for the habit brain to stop asking for the food. That is how you allow, process, and feel your emotions. So here are five of my favorite techniques that you can try to help you gain control over your food so that you can stop overeating. The first one is to leave a few bites on your plate. There's actually a visual hack that you can add on to this that will really drive home the point for anyone who may think a few bites won't hurt. So get a freezer bag and anytime you leave a few bites behind, instead of throwing it away, put it in the bag and then put that bag in the freezer. At the end of the week, you will see how a few bites can really add up. The second technique is to serve yourself less by using smaller plates. So that way you feel less compelled to overeat because there's food left on the plate. The third technique is to just use your non-dominant hand to eat. This forces you to slow down. The fourth technique is to portion out your foods into individual servings so that you're not eating out of a bag, a box, or a jar. Again, this forces you to be mindful. And the fifth technique is to eat in silence without any distractions. No TV, no phone, just you, your food, and your thoughts to really get comfortable with what's going on in your head. It forces you to really take the time to hear your thoughts and observe them. So I encourage you to try at least one of these techniques the next time you feel the urge to overeat or to eat something that you didn't plan to eat. Remember, you're not broken and nothing is wrong with you for having urges and cravings or even for overeating. Once you start to understand how your brain works and how it's been wired, you're able to arm yourself with the knowledge to start making the small changes that eventually add up. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.